Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yep. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Boyale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to the one the only superhero speak i'm your host dave and john jd <laughs> guys john you seem so chipper this week whatever are you upset because we made you watch a movie? I'm upset for a lot of reasons, but that's one of them. <laughs> so other than having to watch a movie, how are you doing? Come eh, on. Eh. Find the bright side somewhere. I would. It's raining outside, damn it. It is. Hey, but wait, wait. Okay, hold on. I know how you're a big sports fan. The Phillies just clinched the World Series. They're, well, I mean. How many touchdowns in, did they do at the end? They're going to they're gonna be in the World Series. Was the score you like 40 love or something or whatever? <laughs> so, yes, they beat San did Diego. They scrimmage properly? Y'all in the National League Championship, heart. and they will be in the World Series. What? What, y'all, JD? Y'all break my heart listening to this talk. Look, the, the only good thing about it, the, the only thing a good thing about it is, is, from my point of view, is that there were pictures in the Philly Inquirer of them greasing the flag, the the light poles oh um, b- before they won. So if there's going to be some hilarious, you know, outtakes my... of kids just trying to climb those poles and falling flat on their asses. That's, my... that's the only thing I'm going to be enjoying. One of my friends from high school that I still talk to works for the city and he just posted a bunch of pictures from around. There's just all these people gathered by city hall. Like, I don't know. We don't do that one. Like, you know, the, the good guys win in a in Star Trek. We don't all gather outside to celebrate. <laughs> Should we? Y'all are dorks, man. <laughs> we wouldn't do that to save our own democracy, but, you know, we'll do it if our team wins. Well, yeah. it depends on what team you're on in that case. That, that's um, true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> all right. But I said so, to save. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so, true. Let's, right? not, let's yeah. not start. No, 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 no. Come on now. How about you, JD? How are you? Andy just the... barfed all over the floor, <laughs> like literally minutes before the show starts. I was telling you guys before the show, he's got a little viral infection and a cough. COVID-free. We did test him a couple times, took a flu test. You know, he just he's got my wife's immune system, so he's gonna be prone to bronchitis a lot. And he decided to run around and play with the dog, and then he got himself into a coughing fit and just barfed apple all over the place. So Pazuzu as well and 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 living I on. Presume. Yes, the power of Christ compels him to barf. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 
but they do compel you to clean it up. <laughs> but my wife took the bullet on this one, so she gets foot rubs tonight for oh oh hell yeah, popping up the vomits. She didn't yeah. know what she was getting into at the time, but here we are. Funny enough, we were talking about my my mother was insane, so she was. Someday uh, I'll tell you the story, the guy's story about how my my family killed Stevie Ray Vaughan. It's not not the time or the place, but maybe wait. maybe next week for a Halloween episode, I'll tell you. This wait story. wait wait what? All right, all right let's do this. <laughs> It's October 1990. Yeah, it's no, it's August of 1990. My family gets together for just family get together, right? I'm 10 and my family's nuts. My mom's side of the family, they're absolutely certifiable, whole clan. They like to play the Ouija. Oh, right? good grief. Okay. They like to play the Ouija. So this, they, they bust out the Ouija right after playing Trivial Pursuit. And my one aunt is, and I vividly remember all this. My aunt's like, I hear helicopters. And my dad looks at me and he goes, well, we're staying here tonight. So, because my dad knew the insanity that was coming because he married into a Looney Tune. So they're playing, they bust out the Ouija board and the Ouija board keeps circling around D and G and D and G. And I'm like, what? I'm 10. I'm like, what is going on? And my dad's like, we will talk about this later. I need you just to go downstairs and watch some TV. So of course I did the exact opposite and watched this madness ensue. <laughs> so they're going around this D and G and like my one aunt's claiming to hear helicopters. And then out of nowhere, my aunt starts flopping around on the floor like a fish out of water. <sighs> this is a woman in her 50s, literally doing this up and down. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what is happening here? And my dad's like, yep, spending the night here. Just going <laughs> to. My dad just like buckling down. We're going to be all right. Just going to ride this whole thing through. And then that was pretty much the next morning. Stevie Ray Vaughan died in a helicopter crash, not five miles from my aunt's house. And my cousin looked up some map coordinates thing. And it was like at a, at a, at a D and G, I don't know how this quite worked out, but this is like the family lore. It crashed at like a D and G position on the map. Hmm. So hmm. I don't believe in this shit, but I can't tell you, I can't deny what my eyes saw on that particular evening. It was weird. It was freaky. 50 some year old woman shouldn't have done the things that I saw her do athletically, but it was freaky. I was telling my son, I'm like, yeah, your grandmother used to believe in all that silliness. Well, it, it and then he barfed. On, and then I said, then I was thinking about, and then he barfed on the floor, like well, in the exorcist. So here you go. It, you know, it, but, it, 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 it could have been better. The Roomba could have ran over the Ouija board and summoned Pazuzu himself. Andy is your pride and joy. Of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, took me nice. a second. Nice. Um, so your family killed Steve Ravon. You inadvertently. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think that some some uh, mystical chicanery perhaps went down. Hello, dear. It wasn't just the floor. Where else did it go? In the sink, down the front and side <laughs> of the cabinet, and all over the toilet, like the lid, behind the lid, under the lid, like it was everywhere. That takes talent. That, that, yeah, that's going to be a lot more than a foot rub. Someone gets a foot rub. <laughs> Someone might get the bed to herself tonight as as a reward for doing that. Yes. That's that's my boy. <laughs> He's your proud oh, an overachiever, joy. I see. <laughs> ah, yes. He had a first parent teacher conference. He's doing very well in school. I'm very proud of him. Oh, there you go. How are you, Dave? Did you kill anybody recently with magical powers? <laughs> Not for want of trying, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. First off, you know, I believe in a lot of that stuff. I don't think they killed him, but they predicted it. But anyway, or saw something. I don't believe in any of this garbage, but I can't believe, I cannot deny. What I saw, I'll bring Matt on the show and he will verify this story 100%. I, I believe you. But other than that, let's see. Well, for those listening, 
make sure that you check out the bonus episode that went out on this past weekend. It was interviews from New York Comic Con for Batman and Superman Super Battle of the Super Sons. Wow, my brain went for a second. And a lot of your brain was Stevie Ray Vaughan. A lot of great interviews, and if, actually, it's funny because it's been thirty years. We can make a joke. Like so, John, you've been in press rooms before. You know how it goes. You sit at the table. We ask questions round robin style. Yep. The, it was so weird. I realized listening back, like I asked, it was me and like two other people were asking all the questions at this table. Like uh, one guy chimed in once in a while, and two other people were sitting there, and they just like didn't ask any questions. And I'm like okay sometimes it's like that you know i mean like the next time the next time i go to one of those i'm gonna have questions ready because sometimes it gets really quiet or they or the questions they're asking are just you know the normal asinine fan questions that they've heard a million times and you know we want to get something more out of it well i will say this the next bonus episode it's going to come out is for mortal kombat snowblind press room and when we sat down one of the press guys there right away he was like let's start at this end and then ask questions go in a circle and mm-hmm. wherever it ends with the person the next person will pick up when the next interviewee comes in and i'm like that's brilliant you know and if you didn't have a question they just skipped you and you went to the next person so there was none of that awkward like waiting for somebody to jump in and ask a question stuff you see the chris farley show on saturday night live like he the had chris... this skit called the chris farley show oh wait so you, you, you're, you're thinking about fan questions when he had paul mccartney on and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, was just, that was actually like a pseudo sit like you know talk show uh do you remember that time that you and john lennon made those songs with the beatles that was <laughs> awesome that's how i feel a lot of those things are they yeah the, the they, questions they, are they, not they can be they definitely can be but yeah so that kid so that's one thing i did this week was editing that getting that out so people could have some bonus content in their ears for free uh, let's see. Celebrated my granddaughter's second birthday today at the Philadelphia Zoo, uh, and it rained in the afternoon, so we weren't there that long, but still had fun. Cool. And cool. Um, and I guess the other thing is that it's officially it's Monday, but we celebrated Saturday is one year with Karen. So nice. So lame. So lame. <laughs> I'm lame. They more. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> so yes, but yeah, that was that was our that was my week. That and dealing with annoying people at work. But well, <laughs> that's normal. You know, it sucks is that for years I never had a normal job, and now I have a normal job, and people suck. Like they just do. Want to be left. I just want to be left alone. Like I I hang out in my classroom when it's lunchtime. I close the door, and I'll put on a podcast, and like I just I eat lunch in my classroom when it's by myself, and you know I'm. I don't like how peopley the school is. Lots of people. So, okay, not everyone's going to get this. John's going to understand some of what I'm about to say. But basically, we when we refresh our lower environments, which means you copy what's in production and you put it in like the test or dev environments, right? For some reason, it's the only place I've ever worked at where like they have everyone check and make sure the refresh worked properly. Like everyone, everyone like. Someone from each group that works on the database checks and makes sure that, like, that's so stupid. Like, I've never seen that before, right? Like, long story short, there was an emergency refresh of one of the test environments. And and that the thing is, too, like, not everyone checks at once. Like, one group checks, and then when they say, okay, they have the next group check, blah, blah. Saturday morning, I get a text from our our product owner on my team, and she's like, 
they say it's ready for us to check and i'm like it's saturday like this can wait the one oh well they got to get it done i'm like oh. no <laughs> that is the biggest problem with working from home <laughs> if i had a regular job that i went to i'd be like i'm at home what, what do you want me to do but yeah yeah sucks. but that's that that's something that you you know you got to call them out on we do we do that at, oh, i'm, I'm going to say something to my boss on monday but yeah this mm. is like just so annoying i hate work <laughs> so annoying all over my head all that heroes oh. are so annoying five days left of the hawk hallow kickstarter campaign by the time the show drops be like two days left so you still got plenty of time to jump in as of recording we're 200 we're 150 bucks away from hitting our stretch goal everyone's gonna get these sweet ass bookmarks hey man come on in how you feeling hey come hey. here come here andy tell everybody how you're feeling hello you feeling better yeah who's on your pjs tonight ninja turtles ninja turtles yeah nice one can i get a hug before you go to bed Love you. Love you too. Raphael, all the way. <laughs> Who's your? You're Michelangelo guy. Oh no, you're Leonardo. You're like me. Raphael. Leonardo. Michelangelo. Michelangelo is the best. Mikey. Yeah, he he likes Leonardo. And Michelangelo. All right. And Donatello. Right, Donatello. All right. Love you, buddy. Awesome. Take, no, he's fine. Astro, come on, I got it. Okay. Story time. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. You got. Uh, you, you're doing good on the pledge, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's doing good. We're doing all right. We're, you know, 185% back. I think we're going to have a good final week. I'm really going to kick it into to overdrive. I pulled back a little bit on promoting over the weekend because of, you know, stuff with the family and him being sick. But so the next few days are going to be really ramping up. I think we're going to close out pretty good. And I'm happy with it. And I'm going to, it's been tough talking to a lot of people who are doing Kickstarters right now. Everyone is kind of down. The economy is a little down. People kind of bracing for potential recession. Yeah. So everything's kind of trending a little <clears throat> bit lower for a lot of people. But that's okay. I'm going to hold off on quarter one. Next year and, and come back in quarter two of 2023. I'll have a big project then. Some cool plans. Com really company, companies are actually, I mean, like I work for a, <clears throat> you know, very large company. Empire. Yeah, basically. And uh, the rabid gorilla, 800 pound gorilla. But uh, yeah, like companies rabid, are like. Rabid 800 pound peacock. Continue. It, it's really stupid. They're preparing for an <clears throat> economic downturn, which is helping to cause the economic, the economic downturn. downturn yes. Yeah. Speaking so, into existence, right? Basic, well, or 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 just really causing it by not hiring people to cover old uh, positions that are vacant now, and I, I like what, it's ridiculous. I'm I'm really happy right now that I'm working a union job that gives me some a lot of free time and you know lets me do a lot of things. So life change came around at the right time for me. So it was good. Sometimes we're lucky for that. Yeah, yes. buy my books. Oh yeah. I did. I know. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm going to I've got like eight so... copies of every book of yours by now. <laughs> well, I don't give you the multiple copies. I know you don't want multiple copies of these books. I just give you what you ask for. No, I'll just, I'll just take the copies. Of... And I'll just take the cop, the physical copies and bring them to the library. <laughs> That's a great idea. We'll do that. It is I got I got a, I got a great death. For you. This is going to be the, the crowning jewel of our murder series. Yo, Grady first. That's what I want to start calling this. Oh my God. Uh, no. <laughs> All according to plan. Yes. How many times can you kill one man in a books? Four is where we're at so far. Let's see what we can do. When will be the final time? You decide. I no, I decide. My no, pocketbook do. decides. No, you decide. <laughs> Unfortunately, you decide. So, so far, so good. So yeah, it's been like this. I am unkillable. So please don't try to kill me. Sorry. Uh, Speaking of things that are unkillable, we should do a little social media madness. 
Uh, Christmas. It's enough to make me want to drink. Ah, crap baskets. So let's start off. Our good friend Kassan Warren said, I never read the Sandman comics, and I find myself a fan of the Netflix series. It's a slow burn and many episodes dedicated to setting up the foundation of the series. But once momentum starts, it doesn't stop. Morpheus, as an endless, is initially distant. He cares little for the problems of humans, only that reality remains intact so that his realm thrives. Deeper into the series, we are treated to his emotional arc. We see that he has loved mortals, has been hurt by them, and has suffered. As the Lord of Dreams, he fled back into his realm and lived a well-dreamlike life. But circumstances force him back into the mortal realm, and he must address the mortal feelings he had long suppressed. Which is kind of what you were saying last week, JD. That that's the, the arc of the character. Yeah, is they didn't know what he was at first, and then he goes on this big emotional arc. All right, so I've got a I got a confession. I watched I the next episode, which wasn't friend. the death episode. Oh damn it! It was the diner episode. Oh, that was a good one though. No, that was just like, oh, I think I'm out. I think I'm out. I can't do this. That is such a sad and depressing episode. It was just like the idea is that like we all just suck. Well, it's, it's, it's the, like how is that a new idea right now? To be fair, in the in this time and age, right? I, no, well, I don't. I don't want to. That's I've, how many times have I got to say I don't want to watch something that says, "Yeah, humanity just sucks." So deal with it. Like no, that's no. Uplift me. That's why I like superheroes. Come on. To be fair, then it might not be for you. Yeah. I'm starting to think that, that diner episode was a real downer. It gets better though. What is the next episode after that? The next episode is the death episode. Okay. Because I watched the first five minutes of it, maybe not even five minutes where he's in the park and death comes up and they're, and they're talking. Right. So yeah. that's the palate cleanser, man. That's the palate cleanser you need to get over that episode. Cause yeah, that you're right. The diner episode was, yeah, it was brutal. It was kind of very, very brutal, but but then, but then the death episode pretty much brings you up way up from that. And then did you, did you see the immortal episode yet? Immortal episode. No, you haven't seen it. If you, if you don't know what that is, okay. like there, there's a couple really, really nice, good episodes after this. Well, there would have to be after, cause there's only, that was episode five. So there's only three episodes left, I think. Right? Okay. And then there's a bonus, a couple of bonus episodes, but. I think actual episodes of the series. Are, I, think, I think there's eight altogether, so there's three more. I couldn't get Bless to mute time. You? Sorry. I was trying to get to mute, and I couldn't find it. Sorry. So It was funny. It was really attenuated. It sounded weird. It was cool. Sorry. All right. All right. So, Thanks all right. I will, watch, I, I will watch the death episode. I will give it one more chance, and I'll let you guys know next week. Moving on, we talked about Werewolf by Night. Of oh. course. Sorry. That's a Werewolf by London, which... <laughs> Drew C. said, I loved it. Can't wait for more Marvel special presentations. I hope we get a Halloween special every year. Like The Simpsons? That'd be cool. Oh, my God. That would be cool. My favorite scene. Make the walls bleed again. No. No. <laughs> but it was fun. No. <laughs> I don't want to. It's yeah. A great, it's a great episode. Those are always the best. The Treehouse of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess we, yeah, we don't need to re-harp that. We talked about it plenty last week. I'm sorry. It's still, I, even after a week, and I watched it again. I still love that. That, that's, I still think that's one of the best things that Marvel's put out. I, I, sorry. Fine. All right. I have an announcement to make related to social media. We we're have, getting rid of it? 
No, sorry. Yay. <laughs> and the eight Sir Robin's minstrels. We officially have a comic book reviewer for the website again. All right. Chris Lars. Wait, I want to make sure I say his name right. Lorenzen. L-O-R-E-N-Z-E-N. Oh, at least hire somebody whose name you can say. Well. All right, Chris, your name is now Smith. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I hear where you're going with that, JD, and I was right there with you. Joan. <laughs> It was totally in a past life when those guys working at Ellis Island, they come to give you the name. (laughs) Boom. Move on. (laughs) Do you know why Smith is the most common last name? I assume Smith's built things, right? People build things? Yes, but do you know why that's the most common last name? I don't. Because when armies would invade countries, first off, they would keep the Smiths behind because they would build the weapons and armors, and it was the other men that would go out and fight. And then when an invading army took over, they wouldn't kill the Smiths because they would use them to build things for them. So they survived for centuries. And there were a lot of cultures where your last name was your job. Right, exactly. That's where it comes from. So when we were in Russia, I was in Russia about 11 years ago for for a shoot, and I was with some wrestling guys. And this coach, guy coach from Michigan now said, do you know why there's so, we're in Moscow. Do you know why there are so many hot women and ugly men walking around this city? And I said, no good, sir. I have noticed it, though, being on the trains. It has taken, he goes, all right, so the Crimean War, he, he mentioned like a third of Russians' male population was wiped out. So he goes, now all the survivors basically had their pick. So consequently, what got passed on was the hideous dude genes and the gorgeous <laughs> women genes. I have no idea if there's any reality to this or not, but having spent a couple weeks in Russia, it made sense to me. I don't know. I, I've known a couple men from Russia, and I wouldn't necessarily call them ugly. So well, I saw many, many a troll but, in Moscow, and many a unbelievably gorgeous woman. But maybe that's, that's why right. they moved. To, maybe that's why they moved to the United States because the pretty women in Russia wouldn't date them because they were so used to the ugly men. Anyway, <laughs> back to Chris. He wrote our the, his first review is up on the website. It's for Crashing Number One. It's a good review uh, too. Huh? It's a good review too. Yes, yes, exactly. So, written, and uh, of course, Matthew Klein, the writer of it, retweeted and said he is so thrilled for the great review of Crashing Number 1, and also reminded him you haven't gone and picked up the first and second issue now on sale at comic shops everywhere. But yes, so thanks, Chris. We look forward to many great reviews from you. I just sent him a bunch of stuff to look at, so I'm sure many things are coming. So guys, we watched this movie. We talked about the rumor that Henry Cavill was coming back as Superman. We should save this for the actual movie. Yeah, why don't we save it? Well, because both of these opinions, I think we can bring them back up once we get to the the movie. Well, yeah, but it's kind of a spoiler for the movie. And just by saying it's a spoiler, I think I've spoiled it, so. Spoiled. All right, all right, fine. We'll save it. And then finally, he's your friend. Yeah, I like Drew. JD. So here, you read Drew's rant that he sent. I only got the. I saw he had a big rant, but I've only in the what I what we opened up here. I've only got the one post. You can't click on show more replies. Oh, Drew has a lot to say. Okay, I didn't see. I just saw Henry Cavill is back. (laughs) Holy moly! Yeah, Drew went off on a tangent here, and he messaged me again after I got out of Black Adam. (laughs) Not thrilled with where this is going. I love you, Drew, but you are not a happy camper when it comes to any of this. All right, I'll, I'll read Drew's. Thoughts. (laughs) Thoughts. <laughs> what are Black Adam and Dr. Fate's mom's names? Barbara. Martha. Barbara and uh, Barbara <laughs> and uh, Lula May. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be important, though, for the Black Adam movie. 
post one post two with the mcu i think there's an opportunity to gain audience the mcu is nicely laid out on disney plus so that people who don't want to dedicate time or money to seeing seeing it before have easy access to things thanks to streaming the whole thing is in one place you don't have to rent or search sites that is yep. true yeah very true but they will have to reset the mcu at some point he's right about that we talked about 30 or 40 years no, i don't know about that when i was in high school i'd go to the comic shop every wednesday and hang out no one at school knew i did it after college, the most popular guy from high school posted on social media about how awesome Venom is. And I was like, wait, I could have embraced comics in high school. This is true. <laughs> After Where If Night, you guys want to see more special presentations. I love an anthology Halloween movie from Marvel. Oh, that's actually a really that would good work. Idea. Yeah. yeah, I would like that, actually. That's actually that's actually an excellent yeah. idea. Just a small continuing story every Halloween. So- it's funny Drew mentioned that about high school. Like I said, I, I teach graphics at the high school and we did these theme collages and I saw so many superhero ones. So many. From all like, because I got all kinds of kids in my class, nerds and jocks and, you know, popular kids and, you know, just all over the place. And everybody loves superhero. Like it's everybody kind of liked superheroes back in the day, but nobody really talked about it. Now it's just like it's way more open. So the Marvel stuff has made being a geek a little bit more socially acceptable than it was to the point where I need to buy some some comic book stuff from a classroom. I decided just to go ahead and fully embrace what I am, too. True. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I love you, Drew. You're all over the place on this one. <laughs> but <laughs> it seems like he was listening and replying as he was it listening. Does, that's actually a good point. I feel like he I feel like these are live reactions to our show, yeah. which I appreciate. Mm. All yeah, right. He is, he is not he must be he is not happy of any return to any sort of variation upon the Snyderverse. Drew is not a happy camper about this. <laughs> no. I have I, thoughts, but we'll continue. So. We, we will we, well, I think we're gonna get into that a lot in a little bit so that is all the social media madness at this point because we'll have to bring up those other two points once we get to the movie so if you would like to know how you can follow us on social media and be part of social media madness and here's some other great podcasts here's our good friend d square to tell you more enjoying the show want to be part of social media madness Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast, as well as some other great content. Check the site often, because we are posting some great comic reviews, as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter, at SuperheroSpeak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. All right. Thanks for that, Don. And does anyone know, is he still doing Mega Level Nerds? I talked to Don. I messaged him after the show last week. He seems like he's doing good, but I think he's I think he's in hiatus for a little bit. I think he's got some stuff going on. Not 100% sure what, but I mean, so I don't think All so. All right. So if you haven't yet, go to YouTube, look up the Omega Level Nerds podcast, check him out, check out his past episodes, give him a like, tell him we sent you, and that and that we're thinking of him. You could mm-hmm. do. So on that note, we will take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back with the news. 
All right, we are back. Don't have a lot of news this week because I know that week. it's a slow news week and we're going to get pretty in depth. Pretty in depth uh, with a shallow movie. With a shallow movie. All right. So, on the heels of Black Adam being released, Walter Hermada officially departs as the head of DC Films. Apparently, he did it quietly, too. Like, he, there wasn't like a big announcement or anything from DC when he first did it. So, yeah, they, they, there's no one in charge anymore. It's it's pandemonium over at DC Films. So nothing's different. <laughs> yeah, fair. But yet they made all those announcements last week that, that exactly stuff is coming. So somebody's in charge. We don't know who. I have a feeling. I there's. I have a feeling there's one person pulling strings over there. Well, there is one person. I don't know who that person is. Do you? I think he. We just saw a movie where he was wearing all black. You think oh, it's sh- The Rock? You think it's Dwayne? Well, he's I didn't realize, like, he, didn't he write and direct Black Adam? No, he didn't write and direct it. Rock no. Rock uh, not direct it, but didn't he write and produce it? That's what I meant. He didn't write it, he produced. Rock okay. knows his, The Rock knows his, his limitations. Yeah. But The Rock got stuff done. I'll say that. Exactly. He got a lot of stuff done, and I'm kind of curious. No, he's flirting with going back to taking, like, spots in WWE, too. He's, like, running the, the new XFL. Like, he's got a lot on his plate. Rock just likes to have... Rock just likes to be involved in lots of things. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll talk about it. Well, who do you think? Like, because we've said this and we keep saying this, like they need a Kevin Feige, Mm -hmm. like especially right now. I think with what happens in Black Adam, they need a Kevin Feige or this is all going to fall apart terribly. Still may. But still is. Hold off on that. It's someone I don't know. I don't know who's pulling strings. Like Toby Emmerich and Jeff Johns are still credited executive producers. Maybe maybe Toby Emmerich's in charge of it now. I don't know. Like there's got to be some studio executive calling the shots. I mean, usually you put because I think this was a Friday news dump. That's usually when you put out all the bad news. Yeah. It's like Friday afternoon. They go, yep. oh yeah, sixteen people died. So you know, we we'll release that at four thirty on a Friday afternoon, and you know, hopefully, you all forget about that. And that was kind of how this was treated. And it sounds like Walter Hamada had been kind of out for like on the outs for a, a while now like i know he yeah. wasn't popular he got a lot of the blame with some of the shenanigans that went down earlier this year and we talk about how much trouble you know warner brother discovery has been in and this is a case too of like the new guy comes in you know you're not he wasn't hired by the new so oh that's a big thing in that corporate is america thing. if yeah. you're i've i've actually had jobs that i've lost because a new vice president came in decided to clean house and make room for his own boys we've all yeah yeah, we've all we've all been there like that's just Mm. how these things go so you can't be surprised if this happens it does seem like the discovery side of things does value dc because there was talk originally like oh maybe they're gonna license everything to marvel for publishing and not make these movies it was like I, i never bought into that it doesn't seem like that's the plan because there's a lot of money to be made and i don't think the numbers have come out yet for this week for black adam have they Dave, are numbers out? Are preliminary numbers out? I haven't seen them. They're in the email. I didn't see that part of the email. Oh, well, if you scroll down, oh, I'll be you nice. would see. I chart the email as we're going through the show. Yeah, um, right worldwide, $140 million is the, as of recording. Pretty good, because they're going to get some business. It's not tonight. bad. It's not great. So, yeah, we'll, get, we'll talk about that, too. It's not obviously Marvel numbers, but. Yeah, they're not Marvel. Right. You exactly. know, you can't you can't compare them, I don't think. You know, I really don't think you can anymore. Right. And that's also not counting Sunday. But yeah, yeah. it's a Saturday night. So for for two days, it's not terrible. So, yeah. So, yeah, I am. I don't know. I, I just 
you're right i do think discovery is caring more about not just what not just dc but like what the fans want well they got to figure out they got to make money right and it seems like there's been so much interfighting between fans and the company over here that you have to find something of a battleground like i think that the throwing out the baby with the bathwater approach is not working and i think and i'll get more to this when we talk about the movie yeah but i think they're going with a hybrid approach to it is like yes. a very a very dc approach quite frankly yes oh definitely know. and that's you know. that's the thing right and yeah we'll, 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 it's funny like it's hard to talk about this without spoiling the movie so. so we'll just leave we'll put a pin in it yeah we'll put a pin in it all right pins don't make that sound i don't know why i did that we'll go across the, the aisle then it has been confirmed guys we talked about it as a rumor. It's been confirmed. Harrison Ford is our new Thunderbolt Ross. Thunderbolt mm. Solo. More, less a Thunderbolt than more than like a And I've already seen a bunch of articles come out and say he's not going to be the character for long. Like, well, kill him. Yeah, because yeah, like he's 80 years old and he just wants to die in everything he's in anyway. I'm like, why? Why do, like, I could get it if they were struggling and they needed big names to pull people in to go see movies but like like why and again if you're going to cast old then just bring back sam elliott why on earth would you totally recast with harrison ford it let makes me, no sense let me throw this in okay he's harrison ford I, I get that but he's harrison ford like his cachet is not what it used to be especially after crystal skull oh that was a 15 years ago and even you know? after the star wars movies Oh, he's fine with that. He's still Harrison Ford. He's a Hollywood, he's a Hollywood legend. Like it's not going to be on him to pull in the box office for this. It thing, isn't. Right? So why not? Who cares? I think that they, I think Feige has something in mind for Thunderbolt Russ. It's probably the Red Hulk. So why not finish it? If and then take, kill him off at the end. Yeah. If you got a take, if someone's got a take on something, why not? I mean, people are going to be dependent. People aren't going to like that. They killed Red Hulk off really quickly, I guess. Right. Well, but his, not, I mean, and that's, that's, that's the thing, the thing I'm saying too, is like, I mean, obviously they're going somewhere with the Hulk too, right? Like, especially after bringing Scar in. But again, like he's not gonna. He, I don't think he's gonna be. He's. It's not on him at this point. It, it's. It's gonna be in Captain America: New World Order. By the way, is where he's playing Thunderbolt Ross. Like new, new, new World Order. So <laughs> again, you don't need him to draw people in. People are gonna go see Captain America. Like, th there isn't a need for it. But this is also the same. But hold on, you said you said, oh well, someone has a take. But here's the thing, like. It's not like I can see when an actor come, comes in and he's enthusiastic and it's like, I think the character should do this and this and this. I don't see Harrison Ford at 80 years old being like, oh, I really want to play in a Marvel movie. Here's what I think Thunderbolt Ross would be like, because I love this character from that's the not comics. By, that's not what I meant by a take. I mean, I think the creators have a take. Yeah, but why not bring someone who might be enthusiastic about playing the role? Let me in, Let me regale you with... Who was the bad guy of Captain America Winter Soldier? The the the, the, the most successful actor of the 1970s? Yeah, I can't think of his name. Uh, Robert Redford. Robert Redford, that's it. Do you think Robert Redford went, oh my God, I'm in a Captain America movie? Or is he like, I'm going to go make some money playing Captain America? And hmm. Well, he, I mean, in interviews, he said that his grandkids wanted him to do it. Yeah, I mean, like, and that's the thing is like, you don't, as an, as a professional, you just need to be professional and do your job and that's fine. Like Harrison Ford never really loved playing Han Solo either, right? He took ownership of the character because it's his. I mean, he's a pro. Like he's a he's a dude who goes to work. Like I said, how did what did you feel after you were such a disgust playing Han Solo? He goes, I went to work. 
Which is a shame because no, like Hans- disagree, disagree hundred percent. Like we're fanboys. That's our job is to fanboy. They're making money. They're doing their job, right? Stan Lee's talked about a lot of the comics he wrote. They were just he was making money, just mm. going to work. Like it's up like an artist can create something that they don't they don't see not the value and they don't see the potential that other people do. And I don't think you need to have I don't think all the actors need to be fanboys. All I want them to do is do a good job, right? I think that's more important yeah. being a fan of the character is to be good. You know, you're just not going to find a lot of 70, 80 year old men that are going to, you know, get a boner about playing a superhero character. Well, I don't need, well, that's another thing too. Like, again, if you're going to recast it, you could have cast someone a little younger, like in their sixties, who's going to be around for a little while. Like, again, I disagree. Like, again, unless you plan on killing the character, right? Unless the character's one time. Through. Well, yeah, if they're killing him, then it doesn't matter. So. Or if he's going to be live on as just the Red <laughs> Hulk, in which case you don't need Harrison Ford, you know? But I think putting hair, it's like putting Robert Redford in the movie. It's like putting, like, you want, like... From Marvel's perspective, they want these stars. It legitimizes their movies, right? Well, they, they, are, they are kind of beyond. They have like they are no, they're not beyond that. And no one is beyond a star having a star in your movie. Really? It's you, no, no, absolutely not. Like having like Jeff Goldblum play the games master. Like having they just they keep doing this for a good reason. Like they had Ben Kingsley. Like this is what they do is they want those old world stars too to bring cachet with them. It legitimizes them. Especially when you've got old heads like Martin Scorsese talking about how they're trash, right? You have you have one part of old Hollywood saying that, and then you have all these critically acclaimed thespians who can come in and do some work for you. It does. It gives you cachet. It sounds a little bit like 4D chess, but you you got no, a I, point. I think you I have disagree. a point. I mean, you mean you you have big big movies? You get big stars to come in and play in big movies. It's always been that way in Hollywood, and it's always been like these dudes. They work, man. It's work. It's a job. True. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't like, I don't like the pick. I think that's what it is. It could I be. I mean, like, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't married to the William Hurt version of Thunderbolt Ross. And in my opinion, it's Thunderbolt Ross. Who the fuck cares? You know, that's my opinion. Like, it's not like it's that important. Like, they're someone recognizable who, whose work I've enjoyed since childhood. So, cool. Bonus. Well, that's true, too. I think everyone who's played Thunderbolt Ross has been a name. Yeah. Sam so Elliott, far. William Hart, William Hurt, excuse me. And now Harrison Ford. Like good stuff, not a bad actor in the bunch. True, I mean oh. we're far from the days of David Hasselhoff as Nick Fury. Oof! Thank God for that. Well, maybe I miss those days. Maybe you're crazy. <laughs> oh great! Uh oh, my 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 computer's going crazy. Can you guys hear me still? Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I'll keep going even though I can't see what I'm doing. It's not stopped us before. No, it hasn't. And then the last <laughs> bit of news we have is we apparently are going to get another disney plus special this one's going to be the silver surfer surprised kind of um, really surprised yeah surprised. i mean it's funny too because i've seen all the articles around this now there are people going like oh i guess they're going to be setting up silver surfer so then they can bring in galactus for the fantastic four i hope not no we had that and it didn't work i have bad taste in my mouth yeah but I would see the what if they do galactus thing. right i mean what's better a giant cloud or a giant being in a purple suit Giant being in a purple suit. We've seen we've seen that Marvel Universe already, Marvel Cinematic Universe already. They can they can do it well. My only concern is we saw that movie. I just want to see a different movie. You know? Yeah. Well, they could do Doctor Doom, right? Because the Doctor Dooms that they've brought in so far are so far off the mark that it would be a different movie. I agree. They've never done Doctor Doom right, and this or, or Doctor Doom at all, right? They they've never actually done him. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Per se, yeah. you're right. 
you're actually 100% right. When Mads Mickelson is right there, I know they already used him, but they kind of squandered him as Caliphus, Calisius, Calicalicimucca. Zuzu. Zuzu. Like, yeah. He would be a great Dr. Doom. Like, I just need someone East. I just need someone Eastern European. Bring me that accent. Right. I would take Lady Gaga and House of Gucci doing Dr. So, Doom at this point. <laughs> She'd actually do a good job. She's I'm not denying it. That's why Gaga, I said I would yeah. take her. Yeah. She's quite talented. I mean, the Silver <laughs> Surfer had a long-running, a fairly long-running book. No, he's had multiple books. Yeah. He's had a hard time maintaining a consistent story. Like, you'll get, like, a few years of Silver Surfer, and then it gets canceled. And then you get a few years of Silver Surfer, and then it gets canceled. And, like, the process rinses and repeats every true year. so it's not like spider-man and i often wonder if this because it's hard to pinpoint what it, what is the silver surfer that's a hard one to kind of like lock down aside from like i hear the one cosmic jesus okay what does that mean hmm. you know what does that mean it's hard he's all i almost think the surfer plays better amongst others than he does on his own i could be wrong but it's just my thought well yeah but it's it's like people want to be able to relate to a story right at least in some part it's easy to do it that Spider-Man, he lives on Earth. It's easy to relate. When you're talking Silver Surfer and he's going through all of the celestial stuff and, you know, yeah. and out there, it's like, I mean, they could, if you're a when sci-fi you're, buff, yeah, but otherwise. I don't know, man, because we Star Wars is super relatable and it works, right? Like, as long as you can give some type of humanistic element to the story. And the, the, the story of Norn Red, the origin story, is very relatable. You know, the guy sacrificed himself to save his planet. Right, but Star Wars gives you people that you can put yourself in their it can. place. It can. But like, you can't same, put yourself in place of someone with the power cosmic. At the same time, people you can, you can make that. People do make that same argument for Superman. And I fight back against it all the time. I think you could do a variation of the Silver Surfer that could work. I don't know what that is, to be quite frank. So I'm open to it. But that's why I wonder if the Disney Plus is maybe not the place to experiment with it. You know, where you have something shorter form. Perhaps so, it's more of an anthology take where he's going around like Quantum Leap. Oh, that's a good take, actually. What? The Silver Surfer, like Quantum Leap. He goes to different places and solves problems. Hmm. And then goes off on his surfboard. So, oh, Kevin Feige, I'm just sitting here, man. <laughs> Did you ever read the any of the Silver Surfer books? Here and there. Never really was my thing. I read like, the slot run. I like the Dan slot run. Like a lot of the books, it, it, this is in, in a lot of the books, like he flies over the planet and he laments over how like, you know, humans are destroying the planet or whatever, broody. which... Remarkably broody, yes. Yes, yes, hmm. exactly. And, and like Stan Lee admitted, like in the early books that he wrote, like that was the whole thing is it was him saying like, his view on the earth and how like we're polluting it and stuff mm-hmm. you know and it was him like lamenting that and it's like okay but is that like the whole basis of this character is for you to complain about the environment like yeah you're right that i think that's part of the reason it's also a hard sell like you're not doing something to like john said draw people in to ground him you're kind of given an outsider view of the earth at the same time, that's why I think that he might work better as a side character, right? Like I think yeah. some of the some of the more famous surfer stories are when he's locked into Earth, like when he's with the Defenders and stuff like that, and he's playing off Strange and Namor and Hulk. Yeah, those right? are some good stories. Those are good stories, and like I think that Dan Slott had an interesting take on Silver Surfers. He basically made him Doctor Who. Yeah, he had like a companion. Those were actually with Mike Allred. Those were really good books, and it was basically Silver Surfer going to different planets and having like doctor who style adventures i mean that's kind of brilliant it is he could could writer 
Sorry, Dave. He, he, I think that that's, it's tricky though. Like Ron, like, God, who was it? Ron Lim was the artist and Ron Mar. Yeah. Ron Mars was the, the writer at mm-hmm. the time. And they had a pretty good run of this or probably one of the more successful ones. It's one of the most popular ones. Yes. Yeah. With that blend of the infinity Galton. Those were just like space opera stories. So, yeah. I mean, like there's ways you can do him. The problem is it's hard to do it consistently. And I'm of the mind that maybe not every character needs to have a 20, 30 year stretch of like story after story. after story. There's a lot of shitty Spider-Man stories yeah <laughs> like a lot a lot of bad batman stories too like yes, those characters are. are big enough to transcend bad stories i don't know if the silver surfer is to be quite frank no i think you're right too right because it's not he, he's not right he's not spider-man batman or superman so it's hard mm-hmm. to like he's not enduring enough to transcend bad stories so when they hit the book gets derailed and then right because there's people that will buy like, i think oh, i forget the, name of the website that bases their comic estimates for the month on batman because Batman, <laughs> it is so like they, they base the sales estimates based on Batman because Batman has a solid, loyal readership that's coming in, buying Batman no matter what. Same with Spider-Man. Right. There's people that will buy those books no matter what. If they're good, if they're bad, they're completists, and they just they keep buying them. I don't think the Silver Surfer, same with the X-Men, I don't think the Silver Surfer has that type of fan base. No. No, he doesn't, which is why he's probably just getting a short special on Makes Disney+. Sense. Plus. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 on board with this. Perhaps that's where they're going to put Sasha Baron Cohen as Mephisto. Oh, that's right. That was the that was the other piece of casting. It's not news confirmed. To... It's not confirmed. It's not confirmed. It's been. I mean, someone said no. This is a parody site, but I mean, I don't think it is. I've seen this in lots of places. Variety picked it up. Like it's a rumor. I mean, I'm on board if they have Borat and you know Ali G playing. You know, playing Mephisto, I'm on board. I think that could be awesome. He's done other stuff, you know. He is, but he's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That um, guy and Ricky Bobby. Oh my god, that's right. He was the, the French race. The French driver, driver. yeah. He's oh great. my god. He he would be great as because Mephisto is so over the like he's such like a I'm the devil, you know, like he's one step out of John Lovitz being the devil. Like I think it could be. I think it could be fun. I really well, do. And and Sasha Cohen is a he's a character actor. I mean, he'll correct. He he yes. will just completely own that thing, you know, much and like, make it completely different. Much like Tim Curry was to darkness in Oh yeah, uh, Legend. I think that we could get not like that exact same type of thing, but I think he'll he will take it as a character actor and make it his own. You know, I think so. I think that's probably the best way to go with it too. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm on board. I'll watch it. I mean, deadline deadline had that too so a lot of people have but i have not seen marvel come out and say yes sasha Baron. i mean like it's a with i'm a believer in where there's smoke there's fire but they haven't put anything official yet i wonder it's because we don't have what he's going to play mephisto in but they're saying he's going to be in the iron heart series which is a weird weird place to yeah. put it so let's hold yeah. off on that i don't also, know if i buy that yet also it was a strange rumor that harrison ford was going to play and here Thunderbolt we are. ross and here we are you know, mm-hmm. it was a strange rumor that somebody was returning to the DCEU. Oh, wait. Here we are. <laughs> All right. Well, then, you know what? Let's, what are we at? Okay. No second commercial break because I'm 5'9. Yeah. We don't need a second commercial break. Let's just get right into our main topic. Let's, let's just do it. <laughs> All, night. All right. Let, let, let me, let me just down this so that I can get through this. The fancy Dan glass you got there, John. 
Yeah, my brother gave them to me. It, it's a glass for for basically sipping bourbon. Is that a, is that a oh, it's a is that a bourbon I, sifter or something like that? I don't know. What you something call it. like that. it. Supposedly the the shape of the glass makes it taste better, and actually it does. It's it it. I don't know if it's because it it cheats over your tongue from from the shape of the glass and how it pours or what. Or it's, but, or it's a placebo or something like that. Or, or, right. or it's a placebo. Who knows? But I I actually do think it's it's better than a shot glass because you Fair. you do get more of the taste. Sure. Okay. And right, some of these are this. really good. I will acquiesce that to you, good sir. You know far more about that than I. All right. Are we ready now, guys? DCEU. I'm trying to avoid talking about this. Can't you? Bourbon bourbon hero speak. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, we probably get a lot more. We get a lot more listeners. (laughs) Starring the way. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm done. That's it. Black Adam 2022, starring Dwayne, a.k.a. of The Rock Johnson, premiered this weekend. Yes. Opened up domestically to 67 million as of recording, as of uh, 73 million internationally, so 140 total. Rotten Tomato critic score, tomato meter is 40%. Audience score, 90%. So here's another one of these cases where the audience and the critics are split on it. Um, that makes me a critic. And- Ow! I'm on the shirts tonight, guys, not the skins. <laughs> No, you have to like it. Just like I have to like it, what you like. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's, uh, okay, all right. Let's try this. Let's real quick go around the room and give a quick non-spoiler reaction to the movie. And John, you can go first. JD, can you play a recording of your son throwing up? Oh my I God. <laughs> I was busy at the time going, oh my God, he's throwing up. It's actually, the first, time, it's actually the first time he's thrown up. Six, six and a half years of life. He's not a throw upper. Wow. Was, we had a streak going. Look, Jerry wow. Seinfeld esque. <laughs> well, at some point, a kid's going to break that streak. I mean, we were lucky, man. We were, uh, you know, we were, we were playing with house money <laughs> and how the house is filled with them. The house always wins. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is, John, you're not a fan of this movie. No, no. I, I'm not going to say that there weren't good parts. There were good parts. Almost every good part had to do with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson not even close to being able to save this this piece of crap okay jd (laughs) this movie was remarkably corny out and out laughable sometimes the script was all over the place thank you it's weird but god if i didn't love every freaking minute god no it was so much fun (laughs) i had so much fun (laughs) watching this movie I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And then I got the post-credit sequence you guys promised me, which I'm really mad we talked about that because I would have loved not knowing that. I I thought it was great. It was it, it was it deserves every little bit of criticism that's been thrown its way. I will not argue that. But at the end of the day, I found myself smiling and entertained. Okay. I think I'm somewhere between the two of you. I feel like that's a wide field, Dave. It is. <laughs> I feel like there could have been a better movie here. Like, I think there were some good ideas, but the execution is like, eh, it suffers from what a lot of DC movies suffer from. I feel, and I've said this before, and I'm going to keep saying it. There's this feeling like it's Black Adam and The Rock. People are just going to see it for that. It doesn't need to be a great movie because, like, who cares about story? As long as we got some cool fights and explosions and we've got superheroes flying around, that's all we need. You know, like someone needed to come in and just tighten the script up a little bit more, but I agree for the continuity or just the whole thing. And, and I, and, and yeah, I mean, but again, it's not a terrible movie. It's just like, 
it, it like it felt like it just missed the mark and we'll i'll get into more detail as we get into it so you know what i really so, liked about this movie was the tone like i know a lot of people like oh the snyderverse is back this is not the tone of the no no it's the not the Snyder not. movies took themselves super seriously mm-hmm. and i don't know if you've ever watched i don't know if you ever watch a rock movie like any of the other stuff he's done like the, his, oh Hobbit tons of it stuff. yeah he never takes himself he's very arnold in that way I oh yeah arnold's best stuff is arnold didn't take himself too seriously toward later on in his career and those are some of his best stuff i think Dwayne has the same kind of thing where he he's not taking this too seriously and his charisma does a pretty good job of transcending the material and i think that his presence elevates if anyone else is playing back at him really oh yeah bad. true true it's a really bad movie but i think Dwayne carries it and keeps it a lot more fun I don't know. Like, there's a lot of death, but they play it for like they play it like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Like, right. so I laughed at some of it. You know, my my my, I, my so favorite is Rampage. By the way, Rampage, Rampage is just it, yeah. I know it's yeah. it, but but it's a popcorn movie. Like, I it love is. to this just a, sit down and, and watch a, it. Once and right? this was a popcorn movie. I... I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna mute. I'm gonna mute both of you. All Aww. right. So at this point, if you haven't seen Black Adam and don't want spoilers, you better stop right here. And go away. But if you don't care, or if you haven't seen, or if you've seen it, we're going to spoil the movie. So let's. I mean, you're go listening. Forward. You're here, so you know. Well, that's true. Here's my first criticism about the movie, mm-hmm. right? And I get what you're saying about Dwayne Johnson not taking him seriously. I love the whole "tell him the man in black sent you" joke. <laughs> I couldn't get, couldn't quite get it right. Not <laughs> until the end. Like, I, okay, I got I, like that made me chuckle, but I feel. And I don't know how you guys think that Aldous Hodge and Pierce Brosnan stole this movie. It oh, felt great. like it was a yeah. It felt like a Justice I mean, Society of America movie, not a Black Adam movie. Well, here's why that works: is because the best version of Black Adam was in Jeff Johns' JSA. There was a point when Jeff Johns was literally the best superhero writer in comics, and it's when he was doing JSA and Green Lantern specifically. So you're talking uh-huh. like. 03 to 06 yeah jeff johns was the best superhero writer and this was right out of like the jeff johns black rain run like jeff johns is the guy who brought prominence back to black adam and he did it through the pages of the justice society book so that's why i think that's another reason why i think this story works i think if it's just black adam i don't think i don't think it works well who do you yeah like what's the plot if it's just him right okay unless unless what is it it was um was it inner gang it was it was inner gang yeah it was inner gang so inner gang has got weapons from apocalypse so that could have been which we know but they don't tell us that i know yeah that's a problem i agree with that so here's here's and i know jd you're gonna probably disagree with this that's why i'm here i here's the biggest issue and seeing this with karen who is not a fanboy of any of this stuff has only has not seen I think she's seen Man of Steel and like Justice League was so confused. And I think one of the things that would have served the audience better, like a more general audience better, is if this was Shazam 2 and they brought him back as a foil to Shazam. And I know he's, that's not the character anymore, but it would have been less confusing because the first thing that Karen said to me was, why does he say, why is he saying the other guy's catchphrase? Isn't Shazam the guy in the she's red suit? Right. She's right. And he's got the, the exact. It was weird that that is never addressed. And I agree with that. And well, it's the same he wizard. Did, wait, 
Wait, you know, it's the same universe. It's the same but, the same but, actor playing. But the he lizard. doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have the same powers. If you listen to them, no, he doesn't. When, when right. they're giving to him, they're giving him from different the ancient gods. gods. Yeah. Different gods, yeah. The gods, it was, I believe, it was Babel. I think it was supposed to be Egyptian at the time. Yeah, yep. a bunch of them. Yeah, you're correct. So, Mesopotamian. Yeah, he gets his powers from a different set of gods. So it's but weird. it's the same I, idea. It's totally the same idea. Black mm-hmm. Adam is literally. It's like a Marvel villain. He's the dark version exactly. of that guy. Like, yeah. yeah. Except he's not. Enough, he's, uh, what, he's... Ironically enough, he is a Marvel villain. He was Captain Marvel's villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Nice. It's true. That I I can't disagree. I get this is a problem with the DC universe. Is like they I, all the criticisms I've heard, they're totally valid. They don't they don't set up the Justice League or the Justice Society. What is their function really? Why does this exist? Like, there's why a are lot they of, answering to Amanda Waller? Yeah, why, that makes none, no sense. None, none whatsoever. Yeah. Now I come in with a huge advantage is I love this stuff. I love the source material. So for me, this does what Green Lantern and Man of Steel and Justice League really failed to do. This so, as a comic fan really appealed to me, but I totally understand the criticism. So so valid. So I'm counting on you guys, the DC fans, and probably more JD because he's more of a recent DC fan. And a nut. The, did the Justice Society ever answer to Amanda Waller in the comics? No, nobody answers to Amanda Waller. That's more of a, she's kind of a pain in the ass. Like they do people like she, depending on where we are, she works with the government. And so, you know, it depends on where you're operating. She's like they've like established, the, well, they've established she's the more the, evil version of Nick Fury. But but yeah. she's not a Nick Fury. That's a thing. She, yeah, but, but they're she, making she did Fury. more of the they're shadow making her that stuff. in the DCE. Yeah, yeah they're making her that. I don't know why. I think that's because it's easy to do and it's like a crutch. It's a big crutch. It's a big crutch, but it's getting it, 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 it can get you where you want to go. And yeah, that's not really from the comic. But that's every everything in this is a crutch. They're reaching on everything. What do you mean? I mean, like, well, okay, Justice Society. Justice Society is what came before the justice league right uh, yeah but they've, they, re, they, they've reinvented them just as much as yeah. they well, I, I know i know but even even after the the what is it the continuity that came out of rebirth and everything they were still an older team that inspired the the justice league right now yes they've made it so that hawkman and dr fate have been around and dr fate's the same guy right Love but that. but it, and, and but it's still like you know, if these guys have been around for a while, it kind of nullifies like most of the rest of the DC movies. Because if they've been sitting there doing nothing, especially with Dr. Fate's ability to All see right. the future. You're watching it as a Marvel fan and well, you're caring I, about continuity. Okay. Okay. No, if, <laughs> if, 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 but you know, okay. There's a certain amount of continuity that you can, you can just forgive and forget if it's a great movie, but but if you pair that with, like, I think I was I was rolling my eyes two minutes into this movie. The sheer amount of of narration in the beginning I that was, was annoying. Like, like, oh my god! All right. then, but I hear I hear you on on the continuity thing too, John. Because I I, I agree in the sense of if you're going to bring Amanda Waller in and make her the the linchpin to the DCEU, like, then it doesn't make sense that these people are like nothing makes sense. Now right. all of a sudden, it, even like, the newer it's, suicide you're doing that to, to tie things sense. together, but it's making things like go. Wait, what the hell is going on here? Right, but and 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 that's 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 a problem. Like, yeah, you could say DC is going to make movies that stand on their own. Fine, but anybody who's seen more than two of them is going to start 
asking questions in their head as they're watching it. And that's going to bring them out of the movie. Not to mention all of the freaking slow motion in this, which is takes me out of the movie every freaking time. I think, okay, okay, I got, I got a, I got a theory on that. Okay. Well, before you get to that, before you get to your theory, Hmm. you think what? My girlfriend actually said to me, she appreciates the slow motion during the fights because sometimes she can't keep up with what's going on. So when they slow down, she's like, oh, I can see what's going on. But, but, but if you have to slow down the fight in order for somebody to follow it, then you're for fight choreography sucks yeah it's no that's that's artistic man that's well artistic. it's artistic it's once artistic or twice choice. like no, anim- no 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 you establish you establish a pattern this is what you do throughout like this it was it had a they said this is how we're going to do this and they kept true to what the concept was throughout the movie so but I mean, most like, of every almost every scene was slow but that's but that chose that that's an intentional thing to do and again i do think it's a little bit of a wink and a nod at how zack snyder would do it and poking fun like a lot of so, this movie is poking fun at a lot of the snyderverse stuff yeah Here's but that's, my, that's but that's i think that's the point of it though like i think a lot of it is rock having is because it's very much in tone in the tone of a rock movie right and it's teasing i think a lot of it is teasing the snyder so, stuff with how right, like callous and like cavalier he is with a body did you kill him he didn't make it like stuff like that yeah, like, i know but that's a that's yes that's a rock move and it's also kind of funny right but well that's but the thing is, ta- he's like, interjecting humor that's been missing in the snyder yes. movies but yes. it's not just it's not just like and it, john i disagree with you that people aren't going to like it because people are liking it all right not even, I, so, I know i know i know me, i just i don't let, know what to say i just you, i got i got really sick of like they it seemed Part part of the movie to me seemed like it was put on by a bunch of high schoolers. We've got oh, at this point we should have all of the villagers run in and say yeah, and okay. and then we'll then they'll do this, and then we'll skip to this scene so here, me, and we'll do that, and this is going to be slow motion, and that's going to be slow motion, and, this, and then every almost every other thing they say is a catchphrase. Every so, every single person was, in this movie is just saying catchphrases. That, but they set that up, and like kids, like you have to have a catchphrase. All these guys. No, I'm not just not just catchphrases, but everything is a movie phrase that you'd expect that some executive forced them to put into but, the script or something. But I think that's part of the fun. I really do think that was part of the fun of it. Is this is supposed to be? I think but that's, that's part of the joke. Well, okay, but for me, that's joke. not for me. That's okay, not so fun. It didn't work. You know? for you. I get that. So here's a question. I have. I'm I'm posing this to both of you. Okay. The movie, to me, one of the things that doesn't work is the quote-unquote reveal of who Black Adam really is. I well, feel they changed, like they changed it. If they yeah. had front-loaded the movie with that whole story and then went to modern times, I feel it would have worked better. I feel the only reason they broke it up the way they did is they wanted you to be shocked that it was the father and not the son. But we know the son died because they showed it in the beginning. <laughs> so it's the beginning. Like, no, they didn't no, show it in the beginning. beginning. But you knew the rock was the father in the beginning. I didn't like, know that. I didn't you, know he that. talked. You heard his he voice. Did. I mean, like that. I mean, like they used it all the time though in movies. They used the dad's voice for the son, you know, and the son grows up to be the dad. Like that didn't I didn't pick up on that at all. Oh, I I, I, I knew right away. I'm I like, did. oh, I, that's the rock's yeah, the I father. Up on like, it too. I just figured they had him playing his father. Mm. Because that was literally Mario Puzo's suggestion for the Superman movie was that whoever cast to play Superman should also play Jarrell. So you don't have to wait 45 minutes to get Superman in the movie. Oh. They didn't do that. They went with Marlon Brando instead. But that was literally that's not terribly uncommon. I didn't see it coming. So I actually I saw it coming. I did. And I even mean, Karen saw kudos. it coming. So I was I like, okay. It. I didn't see it coming. I typically go to movies and just let myself get carried away and don't 
think about stuff like that until my second time around. What I liked about it is one thing that never been always bothered me about the initial Black Black Adam mythos was that the gods chose Billy a child, uh-huh. but then they chose Adam a man. But they didn't. They chose his. They chose his son, and he killed on, or, or his nephew. I think he's, he's, no, forget, no, forget, no, no, no. But they chose Adam. They in the comics, Adam is chosen. Yeah, there's a new. They chose. There's a new the original, continuity though, original, where his original, he killed his son to get the, the original. Yeah. The original continuity. I'm just okay. Playing yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. The original continuity. Okay. And like this is so it's always been a thing. I like that they showed the original because the gods chose a child to be their to be their avatar. And it made sense to me this time around that they chose a child again. But I'm like, well, that's not the story. Though. Mm. But when you get to the end of it, you find it is the story. And then it would have made more sense to me. Like that, how would I was always, it always like, how did they choose so poorly? Right. But they didn't. But I mean, it made sense because we've seen Shazam give his powers to his family. So we like, right. you, you embrace the same methodology that you've established already. And the son, like Teth Adam's son, I forget what his name was gave his powers to his father but in the I others like he they gave they shared the powers and he gave the powers which we haven't seen before no that's but you had you have that ability he could have given like we, he gave it to his father to save him that's very selfless that's very much what a hero would do and i think like as a dad to have to live like not being able to live up to the shadow of my son i think there's a lot I think there's a lot of cool stuff to say in that like i actually really liked that adjustment i think it's better than the black, especially because you don't want to make this black. You want this black Adam to be an anti-hero. You don't want him to be a villain. True. I'm I'm not going to argue that the bones of this aren't good. Like you're no, you're right about yeah. that. You know, I'm just saying that the execute. I it didn't work for me. And, and again, and again, I can't, I can't, I seriously can't fathom how this has an 80 percent Rotten Tomato score. 90. Be, 90. Because Audience. I yeah. just like. I, again, every time Cyclone's on, she's she's doing a hair commercial. Like she's too. she's just what she looked great doing it. Oh, I oh, it. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I actually but, said that I love that touch. Every time she like was doing it, and then the when she was done, her hair was messed up. Of course, it's going to be messed up. Like I loved it. That's, that was awesome. That so, was the gag, and I'll, it makes sense. So I'll say this too is I thought this movie had significantly better art direction and style than just about anything Marvel has done. Like Marvel stuff feels very cookie cutter sometimes where the art direction and the cinematography oftentimes get lost to the minutia of story and the minutia of the beat of the, the, the progression beats of the story. We don't get a lot of artistic camera work. We don't get a lot of like, you know, artistic style editing like i thought this movie did a lot more like because again marvel movies are color grading is very flat it's very plain like i thought this was i think there's elements of this that are done better than uh, multiverse of madness was pretty multiverse of madness is is sticks but out sam, but it's sam raimi yeah. it's also sam raimi but yeah. i mean like they then we hear about how marvel cuts costs on a lot of this stuff and you can see it like i think this movie looks really good and i agree the the lord of the rings style info dump if there's one thing that lord of the rings has given film it's this long ass boring intro info dump that we have to yeah. like suffer through for so many movies and so i hate it, don't tell that, right yeah they could have played that off better but because lord of the rings became a phenomenon it's acceptable now. and i don't even think they needed it's not a it. good thing they didn't I don't think either it. no they could have just get they could have just got the story moving right away yeah I, like if they just start it with them digging mm-hmm. that's all you need it like i agree all you need to know is they were trying to mm-hmm. dig up an element you know and then show them making the crown with it that's it i agree 
hundred percent. Because then once we're in the once we're in modern times and what's the woman's name in the movie? Adriana Tomas. Sarah Shai Sarah Shahi Kazan. She's a comic. She becomes ISIS in the comics. Once she's once Adriana starts talking about the crown, you know what you, you, that's it. That's all the information you need. You don't need any of it explained beforehand. That's studio interference. I agree with that. I knew that had to, I mean, it felt like that to me too, that there was studio well, interference. Who, in that. who, who made Lord of the Rings? Yeah. New Line yeah, Cinema. New Line Cinema. Yeah. Who made this? New Line Cinema. Like this is, this is it, what we do. You it know? just felt like, I mean, like, again, it felt I like think, a high school production where it's no, like, it's then, then the, then this, and I, then all I of the villagers I teach high school. And, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a high school production. I, I know, but it's, it's still it, like. Oh, they, but it makes sense they, though. Why would they, they? They just, they just, it, it felt like the, the plot was on a forced march from, from halfway to the end. And it's like, you know, all, you know, all these, it wouldn't it be a great shot if all these people just turned turn the corner and go, we're going to fight these skeletons. The but skeletons did absolutely nothing except stand there until people hit them. They did. They, I mean, like, I will say that. Boys that were walking no up and like, with their canes. This is supposed just, to be a guy raising the army of hell to take over the earth and people can just beat them with a stick and kill them. Like, I know. It just, why, the the Harryhausen Harry skeletons were the same way. They got their asses kicked too. Oh, but it's oh, like, but but then like, but there was no threat. There was, Do you know what I'm saying? The threat is the demon guy. Those are just, those are you like mean the sky beam, doing, right? The sky. Oh man, they did bring a sky beam back. I was not happy with that. Yeah, I did the like the rock beam. ripping him in half. That was okay. That was cool when the rock grabbed him by the horns and literally split him in twain. You mean by the I was CGI? Like, All right. <laughs> Who cares? I I can accept it. It's just another CGI bad guy who shows up at the end. You have no, you don't don't give a damn about him. You have no idea about him. He just shows up and he's the big baddie. Here's a criticism I have about the movie. And a a couple critics have said this, and I kind of agree with this. It is the formula again. Marvel's done it a couple times. DC's done it quite a few. DC's just did it with Batman v Superman. Six years ago, it's not just doing it. Well, but you know what I'm saying. The, 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 these, or how about Godzilla versus King Kong? The, the, these powerhouses fight and fight, and then they have to team up at the end to, to, to take on the external big bad to save the day, you know? And then it's a trope, and then they become heroes. And, but this, okay, let me, we speak of tropes so negatively. Tropes are tropes for a reason, they work. Well, when like they're done them. okay, but not when they're just strung together like an executive no, this, saying, I, no, no, I like this, these tropes, Here, I, I here's disagree. the checklist. I disagree with that, because that is literally the relationship with Black Adam and the Justice League. Black no, no. Adam is a character who doesn't see things like the Justice Society does, so there is that. No, no, that, I'm not talking about that. I'm just... The, that's the, the movie, what we're, I'm getting at the movie is, we're reviewing. What I'm getting at is that there literally is no reason for them to attack Black Adam, not not the soldiers, the Justice Society in the beginning. Like, gosh, Dave, there's no reason for a bunch of Americans to invade a foreign country with a threat, <laughs> with a perceived threat menace. Oh, oh, You're oh, right. No. That is a crazy oh, idea no. that would never happen in real life. <laughs> the American government would never do anything like that. <laughs> and, and, and impose their morality on that over other someone country? else's country. Oh, my God. Fiction. Oh. Fiction, you say. <laughs> Most realistic a, part of the movie. What Am I fantasy land you live in, Dan? <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I, no, please, please. Can I be? Can I get serious here for a second? No. Forget, forget countries. Okay. 
because I think that's to, to try to make this a trope about politics is stupid. What I because I agree with you. What I'm saying that wasn't is the movie we just watched. Yeah, I know that was a major that was a major theme of the movie. But these okay, it's a it's a. But here's the theme. Hold on, it's listen. A enduring freedom parable. Listen, that's the whole point. Is that and and <laughs> Hawkman keeps making the point about being them being the the good guys, the heroes. Heroes don't kill. Blah blah. blah. You're you're what you think of a typical superhero. You mean hammering right? that into the Earth's core, right? Because that's what he did. He just every other word out of his mouth was oh morale that's hawkman though yeah that's hawkman so like but like they came ready to fight him instead of trying to talk to him and yet at the same time they made black adam out to be in a sense reasonable yes he killed people but he was only attacking people that attacked him he didn't attack anyone for no reason dave can i can i introduce you to frankenstein it's Frankenstein. That's literally the story of Frankenstein. He does nothing. People know that he's that he's this monster. They come after him and assume that he's a problem. This has been. I mean, if you have an issue with the trope, take it up with Mary Fra- Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley. Like, besides, it, they had Amanda Waller in it. What'd she do when she saw Superman? Oh, I'm gonna put together the Suicide Squad. That's what she does. So, yeah, that actually works. Like Amanda Waller see because she it's she sees it, everything as a threat. As a threat, and and Adam wasn't threat act to what they're trying to do is like and the, and the people say it, they're like you have no problem with intergang ruling us but now there's a destabilization in the region now it's a problem again like one of the good bones of this movie that, that actually could have worked, been that worked. worked for me yeah yeah like and i thought that was again it's hard to apply smart tropes to a dumb movie and this is a dumb movie don't get me wrong and yeah. that's part of the fun of it but it's one of the few things like it's I was talking to my brother about it. I said, it's like, it's like relating geopolitics to 12 year olds. Right. And it's kind of what they try to do here. And I mean, it's like, and the thing I was like, you know, it's kind of like a comic book. Hmm. Right. Cause I mean, it is, it's like dime store morality. Mm-hmm. But that's what you get from these kind of things. You know? Yeah. I just don't feel like, I don't feel like they would have just gone in and started fighting with. I 100% do. I think it's the most realistic thing in this movie is the fact that the American government would have seen a superpowered brown person and said, no, that has to be eliminated immediately. (laughs) I don't think I I agree. I don't think those heroes would have gone in and just started attacking. If you accept, okay. The Carter Hall character is always been, okay. So like, I'm going to get a little political for a second. Cause this is like Denny O'Neill did this in the seventies. Like when he, when he was writing the justice league, the, the satellite era justice League specifically, He's always written Green Arrow as this, you know, uber lefty. To, you know, yeah, positives and Nick, basically. Yeah, positives and negatives. Like, again, I think Denny O'Neill did a really good job applying the negative side to the limousine left to Oliver Queen. Right. So there's a lot of those things. The opposite side of the Carter Hall was the conservative side of that. So you had this adversary relationship between Hawkman and, and uh, Green Arrow in right. that run of Justice Society, of Justice League. So I think what they were, I think they chose the right character to be he's not a flag-waving american but he's essentially a flag-waving american and being he's like, completely intractable too he's yes. just this is like we are he seems and they call him on it you see things very black and white is it's very much you are the bad guy i am the good guy and i doesn't really see past his own foibles or possibly like like he knows waller is questionable but she's on my side so i don't question which again that's not we know people like that yeah. like that's very much I find that I find that to be one of Carter Hall's more relatable aspects because we all know that kind of guy. We all got that kind of uncle, right? 
and he's a good character and i get that he actually has a character arc where he like he's one of the few people in this movie that actually has a character arc where he grows and learns and changes. And like, I think that, I think that is very much the way the world would have handled it. What I think is a problem is we don't establish exactly what the function of the justice society is. I think that's an issue. It just kind of is, yeah. you know? And again, for me, I come in with the baggage, so I'm okay. And I'm in, but I think for the, the layman, I could see people, I could see Karen being like, I don't get, it. I don't think Michelle's going to like, it. but for me, this worked for me in ways that Green Lantern didn't, surprisingly. But I get it. I get it. I'm not going to say any criticism of this movie is not valid. At the end of the day, I just enjoy seeing Dwayne Johnson do Dwayne Johnson stuff. And they hit, they, they, they adapted one of my favorite comic book storylines. So for me, it hit on all cylinders. But I, I'm not going to critique, I'm not going to fight anyone's critique of this thing. I, I understand that completely. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm still it's not like, a perfect movie. It could have been better. I'm not going to argue that. Well, I, he, he, here's one thing for you. At the end, yes, Black Adam says, "Okay, I'm going to give him my powers." So they take him all the way to this yeah. underground. Yeah, thing okay, and put the him in there. Ending, the yeah. only, the only reason they did that was they could get a cameo with Amelia Hardcore. That was it. Oh, I think I don't know if they. I don't. I disagree with that. I think it's the idea of you set like when you're going through the, the the hero's journey storytelling you need that final obstacle to overcome and this is like his final obstacle to so, overcome so but, so here but it but it put the brakes on the whole thing it really did it really did so that like it's funny because like when the justice society is flying away from the prison karen turns to me and goes so that's it like, that's what i thought too i'm like damn this is a short movie <laughs> and i looked at it and i'm like of course it's not keep watching because as somebody who's a fan of this stuff well, Dr. Fate kept seeing flashes of like Hawkman dying and all this stuff. And Chekhov's so, gun, you know. Yeah, so something else is coming. Like it was, they, they already told us something more is coming. Just wait. So I think Hang that's up. the moment. That, that's the rock. That's the rock. That's Black Adam's like babyface turn. That's his moment of, you know, trying to become a better person, trying to do the right thing, but being right the whole time. Like again, Dwayne has zero interest in playing the villain. Right. So you're but, not going to get and then the true as, as, as he escapes an underwater prison that's deep enough where he should have been crushed as soon as he hit the water in freezing cold water because John, it's in the Antarctic. He has, he's a five thousand year old demigod. With no, he wasn't at the time. He wasn't at that point. He, he, I agree with it's John. It's a comic book movie. I agree with John. Physics I have doesn't an issue. Matter. I have an issue with that scene. It, the scene would have been better if while he's he. He's trying to fight them off. They start beating him. Then somehow the mask comes off. He says to Zam, beats them, and then flies I out. I don't disagree with that. It would have been better. They wanted that moment where he's dead. And like the child, his son inspires him to go on. Cliche. They could have sure. done that when they were beating on him. They like could have. They, they it's just, they it's just one little touch no. they didn't need to make. Okay. It's another mistake they, could, no, they didn't have to make. that's not a mistake. That's not a mistake. It's a choice. But it, it's a yeah, and it's a it's choice. Hubris. Like you guys just said, it's total that hubris. The movie halted right there, and everyone's like, "What the hell is going on here?" I, you I, could feel it in the theater; people were confused. I my theater was I saw it like ten thirty night, so it was like ten people in theater. So I can't yeah. say that. I I'll say that I don't. I didn't like the choice, but I understand that it is a choice. I don't think it's hubris. It's trying to set. You're trying to set. Uh, you're trying to set obstacles for your characters to overcome your heroes specifically, and you want them to overcome. Uh, they would overcome stuff in the face of sheer defeat. I get it. Was it the was it clunky? Yeah, it's absolutely. But my issue say, is my issue is is your selective use of physics. 
but but you have to set up a scene where somebody can follow it and nothing takes you out of that moment because you want that moment to hit. And they were trying to get a moment it, to hit and they it set it up with, oh, he's just human now, but he just dived into, you know, 10,000 feet of water and, and, you know, it would have taken him like 10 minutes to get up in freezing cold water. You should have been he also, dead halfway. He, also, he, also, he should be dead 5,000 years ago. It's fiction. Like the every version no, of fiction. Yeah, but, no, yeah, unless you're, you're talking you're, like Dogma ninety five rules. No, I'm not. This is fiction. But Again, no, you're you comparing kill, two different. How do you things? kill a vampire? Doesn't matter. There's no such thing as vampires. Well, it's yeah, fiction. but when you're, but you got to have some rules because if there's no rules, then there there's nothing to invest yourself in because nothing matters. Okay, ninety percent of people disagree with your with your assessment, John. Like it's no, bothering I mean, you specifically. I, like it I, doesn't matter. Physics in these movies where people I'm not, really break the rules of physics every single scene. I don't care about the physics. When they're I care super, about the, but not when they're human. He's I care about human the to begin with. I can't. I care about the. He gave up his powers and he beat the crap out of all those guards. Like that's the part that bugs me. Like he's just a regular guy, and there's guys with batons and trained soldiers beating the crap out of him, and he he and he's not super strong anymore. He's not even rock strong anymore they cgi'd him with a regular body you know he got it i mean i'm not disagreeing with that it's a little bit much but again it's just my son I'm trying to save the day you know and it's mothers have ripped off car doors uh, you know? I, yeah but they haven't dived me. you know ten thousand feet below sea level and you know in in negative 20 degree water right i mean like again if you don't have rules then nothing matters and you can't really and and you can't really invest yourself in it. Yeah, I know. 90% of the people like this movie. It's a popcorn movie. Maybe it's just me, I guess, but again, I need something where yes, if I want if you want me to get tense and care about a scene, I have to know that there are rules that won't be broken and did that they there's want real get, jeopardy. And in this case, there's no want, jeopardy. It doesn't they, matter. Nothing did matters. They want that. Did they want you to get tense? Did they want you to get super invested in the scene? Or did I they wasn't. As soon as he hit the water, he's but swimming did, up. I'm like, I, did, well, what okay, the hell? What I was, give up. What was the point? What was the intention? What are they looking to do? Yeah, I could, are they looking, I could are see they, the intention that they done. had. Are they, and they trying? Come, what and it didn't they, matter. No, I don't think they are. I think they just want you to have fun in a movie and not think about it. I don't think they're looking for that. I think that's literally the idea. Like I said, I, you as a creator, you set the rules. You set the rules and they're what you set them. But to there do. are no rules. That's the problem. You didn't set any rules. There, there are no rules. If he can, if he can do that when he's not shazammed, what's the point? What's the point of watching Bruce Willis walk up on glass and die hard? You can't do that either. But the movie says you can't. It's fiction. It's fiction, man. You can do anything you want to as long as you stay consistent. I Peter think Price is bleeding so. the whole time. They found him from the blood trails like there were rules. I mean, he found, I mean, yeah, okay. He was a little because bit tougher than like, most, but because he you paid like a price. Because there you was, like the movie. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Is where you, If the movie doesn't create the investment from you, it doesn't create the investment from you. And then the things bother you. If you don't, if you don't care about those sort of things, or if you don't care that, okay, yes, would the force of the water of Christ absolutely could they have could they even possibly have that underground prison or that underwater prison no that couldn't exist either but the, but the thing but is they didn't they didn't need to make you make that logical jump they could have just like dave said had them beating on him and he, the thing gets knocked off his face yeah, would have been Shazam, and then what he if, and then he flies out no problem no You're still invested they get scene. everything they want and there's nobody like me questioning it 
I don't think they care if someone like you was questioning it. Because if the, the idea is if you're questioning that stuff, they don't have you, right? The hook is baited. If you haven't bitten already, you're not going to bite. All right. All right. All right. Nah. Let's get to the the crux <laughs> of the movie, the scene that everyone went to see this movie for. That's the after credit scene. They're mad that leaked. Yeah. You believe him? Or do you think that's a work? I think that's a work. Yeah, I think so too. All right. So hold on. So guys, we had talked about, there was a rumor that Henry Cavill was coming back as Superman. And on social media, we had Drew C say, <laughs> I want them to wipe the board. All new actors. Cavill can play Superman again down the line in Kingdom Come. Doesn't need anything from before you can bring back doesn't need anything from before you can bring back everyone and replace the problem with cgi that doesn't speak okay and shadow walker said no him and the person before him as superman were terrible and both should never be allowed to play superman and cavill should never act again in any movie oh my god sorry guys it wasn't cavill's pro it wasn't cavill's fault it sorry, was guys. all snyder man cavill is back as superman so so Obvious. Okay, so he, they save the, they team up, they beat the demon, they he cuts him in half. We talked about this. He's sitting in the 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 semi destroyed castle, was that what they, or temple or whatever they called it. Amanda Waller's drone shows up, tells him he's never allowed to leave Qatar. He's Kondak, Kondak, yeah. Qatar's a, a real place. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. He's not allowed to leave Kondak. That's his. That's his prison since he won't stay in her prison. Which I thought was so stupid. But anyway, like, because my issue there was they freed him because they knew he was the only one who could defeat the, well, that's the just her. That's just her being bitchy. So he destroys the thing. And right after that, you hear Sonic Boom. You see a cape fly character descend. And you hear playing in the background. It wasn't quite the John Williams, but it was like a an ode to John Williams. I heard, dun, 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 dun. but it was like slower because that's what you do now in trailers. It's like you play stuff really slow with an echo. So, yeah, but it was the same melody. It yeah. It was. And did you notice he's got a curly cue? Got a spit too? curl. Got a spit curl. Like, like they went. All right, and he goes. We need to talk. They went. Hmm. Some a lot of people seem to like Cavill as Superman. And let's love Christopher Reeve and the and the the theme the, the yeah. original Superman movies. Let's theme. mash them together and bring Superman back. I really felt like that's the approach they went with. Dwayne wanted that. Yes. And did you hear that the uh, Hamada Hamada did not. He did not. He went above him to the people of Discovery, and they they greenlit it, which was pretty much probably the end of Walter Hamada's time. Which is why he quietly left the company when this movie came out. He so got big, he got big dog by the rock, you know, because what the rock wants, the rock gets. That's what you said last week. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Biggest star in the world, you know, and the biggest star in the world gets what the biggest star in the world wants, you know? So, so John, what did yeah. you think of Henry Cavill's return as Superman? Well, the fact that he's now taking orders from Waller. I mean, we don't know that. Okay. Know so here's my that. thing. That. that is, that has become out as one of the biggest controversies because Superman shows up right after that drone. So everyone's assuming he he's, he's working for Waller. I'm like, no, it's, 
to me, I think, why can't it be a coincidence that he showed up right at that point? Because she said, okay, because she said she'll find somebody from another planet to take him out. She and, could have met Martian and, Manhunter. Okay. She could have met Manhunter. so many other she aliens. She could have she, met Supergirl. She could have met Power Girl. She could have nah, met. They, the way they played the rest of the movie, there's no way the writers would make it that. that I'm going to give you two reasons. I'm going to give you, no, 100%. There's no way. I want, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's an intentional, it's an open question. So you can, we can it's have done on purpose. Yeah. It's done on purpose. What color was Superman's eyes? Was he in shadow or was he bright and shiny? The, 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 the yellow on his chest was very vibrant. Very vibrant. So was the blue. Mm-hmm. Yes. So was the blue. Superman literally came to talk. Yeah. Superman yeah. came to talk. I don't think he's there to fight because his eyes weren't glowing red. And that's what you do. That is the universally uh, accepted symbol of pissed off Superman. <laughs> True. Yes. Well, yes, he literally Homelander. did come to talk. <laughs> pissed off. Well, pissed off Superman or normal home, Homelander. Or normal so, home, well, Homelander <laughs> is just super. You know, I think that Superman literally comes to have a car because that's what Superman would do. Because Superman is not Carter Hall. Superman does not go in guns blazing. Right. right. That is not what Superman would do. Right. So I firmly believe that Superman, they literally just brought him in to think, oh, they're going to fight. And at the same time, it's going to be Superman's going to be like, hey, why? Let's just hash it out before we blow up the planet fighting each other, which right. could happen, which could happen. Yeah. But I don't foresee that as being the reason for that. I think that this was an intentional nod to a more true to life version of Superman. And it's coded. It's not like they came out and said it. You have to read it. And the fact that you're having yeah. the debates means it worked. In my opinion, because some people do think he's oh, he's working for Waller, not necessarily. No, and I think that's why they did the, the spit know? curl and the the John and the Williams vib- theme to say and the vibrant- this is not the Snyder Superman who was going to go in of uh, his flying and break necks. No, he was shiny, <laughs> right? He was shiny, like he was a knight in shining armor again. And I looked at that and I smiled. You guys know me when I get off on Superman. <laughs> it's I looked at this and I'm like, there he is. That's Superman. It and should I was be very yeah. happy. I mean. Yeah. I feel I mean, very good about that. Again, again, the writers, there's no way they would have written it subtle where you know they mean that he 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 was just coincidence they came in. They wrote it that Waller sent him in. No, now, I don't think so. I don't think they did. I think they wrote uh, it as you can interpret that as Waller. You are giving in. this so many passes. Because I don't think it is. I mean, Superman just kind of comes in. She could say, Superman, I want you to talk to him. He could just go there and say, yeah. I'll she literally it, said, he literally said, there's nobody on this planet. And she, and she said, oh, well, it. I'll find somebody from another planet. And then Superman's there. I mean, how is how is that too much? That's too much of a coincidence. That means and, you and the fell for what the writers us, were setting up. But the, but the yeah. writers have been beating us over the head with everything else in the script. Why would they just suddenly turn turn about face and, and, Superman and have this with, that subtle? Superman doesn't work with Waller. It never has. Well, the Justice yeah, League but, does not work with Waller. Yeah, the, the Justice, Justice Society, Society doesn't work with Waller. Oh, wait the a Society, in this world, they have. When have they worked with Waller in this universe? They don't. Yeah. The whole point, they, she wanted Superman killed, right? She, they wanted Superman to die, and she's not. Like, right? This is like, no. They, I did not foresee this as a fight at all. I think this is foreshadowing an intentional move to, again, this wasn't put together by- I don't think it was a fight this, either. This wasn't, this wasn't, well, this wasn't put him. together by, no, I don't think so, by the writers. This is like, this is the introduction of the new, of the new take on Superman. That's what this is. So Henry Cavill is back as Superman and he's a Superman that you really want. All right. So I think we need to talk about what this movie and that him coming back as Superman does mean for the future of- That's a great question. The DC movies because all right it means it because, means once Ezra Miller creates the the uh, the flashpoint 
they can get rid of whoever they want, including Ezra Miller, and keep only the good ones, just like any DC reboot. Yeah, I was going to say, that's very like, DC. <laughs> What's the crisis? We've got our own crisis. Yeah. We, keep, we keep the stuff we like. We get rid of this stuff. Like I've, I've said the salad bar. I've called it that for years. And you go to the salad bar. You know, I like I like the I don't like the radishes. I'm going to leave the radishes. I'm going to get myself some of the cinnamon buns. And, yep. you know, I'll come back for the ice cream later. Maybe I'll get a salad, you know? So, <laughs> right. But... I kind of feel like what they're setting up here, I don't, I'm assuming the movie's going to be a success. What was the budget? Great question. I'll go look it up. I think they're sending this, like, this. if this movie's a success, they can go forward, you know, in a million different ways. Woo! 195. All right. So we won't know if, you know, they make their money back until... That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Has it opened in China yet? Well, they, they use a lot of CGI on that. that is it even allowed to open in China? So. They don't like movies that have to pick like devils and stuff in the. They do not, but you know we. Which is one of the reasons that they've claimed Mephisto wasn't in. Maybe they're, Marvel's never verified that. I don't think it's open in China yet. Doesn't so, say. Doesn't so say. So we'll see. When it's... I'm not sure where we're at right now. I wonder what. See if there's anything up. Recent update. Black Adam. Well, they're still counting the receipts for tonight. Yeah, this is Sunday, it's Sunday night right now. So it is Sunday night. It's okay. probably still playing right now. <laughs> it is, but they usually get decent estimates by this point of what something will finish. Usually by Sunday night, I just see the 140 from right now. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I imagine tomorrow. Too. I imagine tomorrow we'll know. Yeah, yeah. Because if they don't make their money back, none of this matters. Right? Well, like they you will. guys keep saying, is 90 percent rotten tomatoes, so they'll probably make their money back. They'll make their money back. The question is how much of a profit. Is this well, going to be a is this going to be a movie that gains steam because of word of mouth? Well, but, you'll want to you'll want to check that, right? Because right now, I mean, again, these are only very preliminary numbers for this weekend, but the percentage <laughs> from Friday to Saturday was negative 11%. Mm, that's not good. And, I'm sure it's the negative reviews hurt that a lot. Yeah. I mean, it says negative thirty for Sunday, but again, they haven't finished counting the receipts for tonight, so that doesn't make that that doesn't mean anything right now. I do think this might be a movie that picks up steam with word of mouth because I do think that ninety percent is true on Rotten Tomatoes for the audience score. So I don't understand that. But... <laughs> this movie wasn't for you, yeah. Just like okay. Sandman isn't for me. All I'm asking is for, like. Just get rid of the narration for goddamn once, and 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 I agree. And with give that. me something that that makes the stakes matter, because if there's no felt like rules, a then the stakes move. don't. There's no stakes. Because that's how Green Lantern starts. There's a bunch of narration. Yeah, dump. Yeah, it felt very Johnsy. I agree. Yeah, with that. yeah. So I don't know. I'm because yeah. Well, we don't know what's going to go on with that Flash movie, but hell, we don't even know if it's ever going to come out. I mean, like, all it's going to take is Ezra Miller and another couple of arrests. And The uh, Rock fought for this because The Rock also wants to do a Superman Black, Black Adam, Adam movie, movie where they fight, which makes no sense after watching Black Adam, but we'll see. And then, but that's the whole thing. Like, wow, he championed get, this. What? Get this. I, don't, I was reading this right now. My box office mojo. This is the first time the box office itself, like the box office, not the one movie, but in general, has gone over $100 million for the weekend for the first time since July. So there's a huge, I don't think we can really grade movie box offices the way we did pre-pandemic. Hmm. Yeah. Right? I just think that, I think we might be different, which should make people reconsider how much they spend on these movies, quite frankly. True. But it's the first time since July, the box office itself has been over a hundred million. And that's in the U.S., not internationally. But wow, that's terrible. It also should make them reconsider the idea of 
wanting to make all the movie money in the first weekend and want to try to spread go back to the model where movies can breathe a little bit and i i think we're there i think that this is changing a little bit again i think the pandemic's kind of forced some of that stuff yeah but i do think that's i do think you're right i do think that maybe it's changing a little bit because last weekend with the halloween movie that came out it was only 76 million dollars for the total box office yeah but i heard it i heard it sucked really bad. it's okay. terrible but like but i'm just saying the weekend box office in general like that movie had some positive buzz going into it like like no good michael myers isn't even the killer no it's that's for, that is a conversation that is a conversation for a different show halloween kills or halloween ends, ends is awful it's absolutely awful so but that is neither here nor there for this week i'm just saying the box office is not in good shape for what we would guys like us that have been following this for a long time would consider healthy it's in a we might have to accept that we're in a new normal yeah you know, i mean maybe, think maybe about, things have to take time to make more money you know yes i do think people should go check out the pitch meeting episode for halloween ends <laughs> oh I, yeah i saw that yeah anyway but Okay, but regardless of that, like The Rock fought for this. Yep. But if if no one else at DC is fighting for it and he drops the ball, is it just going to go away? Like it's just going to be a weird artifact. Oh yeah, he showed up at the end of the movie and that was it. That's the last time we saw Cavill. The rumor is he signed a like a two-picture deal or something though. I, I heard think... that he only signed for this this one thing so That's far. That's why we don't know. I mean, like it's all it's all rumors of right now. I would not think Henry, because Henry Cavill is so close to this particular character. I don't, because he had said for a while, I'm done. I don't think he would do this unless the idea was he was back. Right, right. You're right. I don't think he would have just signed on just to a cameo. Because he loves Superman. Yeah. He wants to be Superman again. And I think he, I think I'm speculating, speculating. I think if he came back, he said, I want to be Superman again, because this is the exact same ending they did in Shazam, right? Shazam being the, the mirror image of, of Black Adam. Yeah. In Shazam, they play it off as a joke. And it's clearly not Henry Cavill. But this time around, it's a little bit more serious, and it's clearly Henry Cavill. Yes. So I think he's back. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the rumors were they couldn't get him. He wanted to do the, the cameo, but they couldn't get him for some reason, which means they didn't want to pay him to do it in my mind that's what it really Walter Hamada didn't want it and that said that they, I think this was probably so I think this is probably a matter of well Rock wanted it from jump Hamada's like no nah, we're not going to do that and they probably said can you get Henry you want to come Dwayne wants you he goes yeah I want this now nah, we can't we'll offer you this like lowballed him and he probably said no it's not worth my time to do that and I want to come back and they probably said no nah, it's just for this movie and then all of a sudden he's back I don't think Henry Cavill does this without being back yeah. Now, does that mean the Snyderverse is back? I, I I think John's right. I think we'll get elements of it. I think because remember we all watched Justice League movie and went, well, parts of this thing work. You right. know, I just don't think we can judge these movies like the Marvel movies. I think it just has to. We I've come to the point where like you know they're just different. You know. Agreed. Agreed. Like it's they're, they're their own thing. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate and we're, and we're fighting like we're fighting because we want the same kind of continuity, which we're not going to get because even if they steer this and start making better movies. And they connect them. I don't still don't think we're gonna get a strong DC continuity through these. DC continuity sucks. In there general. is no DC. there is no continuity. That's, That's the problem. The and and when they try to make it contiguous, contiguous, it doesn't work. Contiguous, contiguous. I have a hard time with that word. Contiguous. <laughs> I don't think it works. I don't think yeah. it works. I think DC's better off just doing DC stuff, right? 
and every character in the DC universe just does what the DC, what they do, you know, and then you can bring some guys together on occasion and let's figure out how to do the goddamn Green Lantern now. All right. What did you think of? I had no idea he was in the movie. The surprise Henry Henry Winkler cameo. I loved it. As the <laughs> Jewish superhero having Henry Winkler play Adam Smasher, I just went, Mamma Mia, that's freaking fantastic. <laughs> Again, like, another one of the fantastic. good bones of this movie, right? Yeah. That was yeah, cool. I loved it. I absolutely, I love Henry Winkler, man. I can't, sometimes I'm astounded that guy was the Fonz, you know, because yeah. I didn't grow up with Happy Days. So I just, I, yeah, I loved it. I like oh. the kid that played Adam Smasher too. I think he's, I think he was all right. Yeah, it's both still... the both the kids were were good in this movie, but yeah. but they I were also just, don't feel they like were they were given all, they, they were given a lot to do. No, right. they were yeah. given a lot to do. That's fine. I mean, like there's a lot going on in the movie, so whatever. You can have background the, characters. The heavy lifting was the female lead, Doctor Fate and Hawkman. Yeah, which is fine. That's I'm okay with that. You can have. You mean characters. Sarah Adriana? Right? Yeah, Adriana. Adriana. Yes. And the kids. She dies in the comics. I was shocked that they that she survived this. I was shocked she wasn't turned into a superhero, and I was shocked she's alive. Why? Because they killed her in 52. Yeah. Oh. But didn't they kind of get rid of all 52? No, the series is called 52. So I mean, oh, okay. that's... 52. That she's the one who dies, right? Yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's the one that they're trying to figure out their, their Black their Adam murder. falls in black. Yeah, no, no, no. Black Adam falls in love. That's you're getting the stuff confused. Oh. Um, and when they did 52, which was the year 52 originally referred to the year that Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman were away from the DC universe post Infinite Crisis. So they had this weekly series called 52, written by it was 52 weeks. It was written by Greg Rucka, Jeff Johns, Mark Wade, Grant Morrison, and the stories were Black Adam. It was Black Adam. The elongated man. I'm not long man. Black Adam, Booster Gold, Batwoman, and Question. A Montoya becoming the Question. Those are the stories that it revolved. And Grant Morrison wrote Animal Man and Starfire right, right, and right. somebody else that were stuck in space. So that was this interlocking story. And the Black Jeff Johns did the Black Adam story, and he falls in love with Adriana Tomas, and he starts becoming like the leader of Condoc, and things are great, and she becomes ISIS. You know, the, the okay. female, and then she dies, and Black Adam kills everybody. Kind of like he did in this movie. No, ha- unhappy. Like he oh. becomes, he, she dies, and he becomes, like he goes from becoming the hero to the, it's really like it's a fall from, that becomes a fall from grace story. They use the number 52 way too many times. They do, but this is where it came from. That series 52, and the very end of it, Mr. Mind is eaten away at the universe, kind of DC shit, man. He's eaten away at reality, and now there's 52 universes. So that was the big reveal at the end. So what's the one where like everyone loses a year of their memory 52 no that was more recent 52 is just like they skipped a year like the publishing like after infinite crisis it was one year later like they started they like, 2006 oh. they started the publishing it was one year it was batman's comeback superman's comeback like they came back bart allen becomes the flash and the lost year was what happened when these heroes were trying to recover from infinite crisis okay there's actually some good comic stuff. When you when you explain it to normal people, you sound crazy. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we've probably beaten this movie to death. I would Let's hope. Go around much like room. much like Black Adam. <laughs> beating people. Let's go around the room, give final thoughts and a score from one to ten. John, you can go first. I'm literally not gonna think about this movie anymore. Like I wouldn't even sit down and watch this if it just happened to be on. I just Wow. I, I, I'm, I really like, maybe it's because I'm OCD and all that and all the, all the, all the little things that they did wrong, just like blow up in my mind. But I just, you know, again, I, I just, you know, it, it, between, 
between the narration and the 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 slow motion all the constant slow motion trying to force you to care about a scene trying to you know make you make it seem like oh this is epic isn't this epic look at this this is epic and it you know just screaming at me like you know shut up it's like the slow motion walking in the batman yeah i'm like it's just and and then again another cg another a sky beam another cgi bad guy it's it's like come on you just wasted you you don't waste the rock you know you use every part of the rock when you get the rock and you've wasted him for the most part there are still little pieces in here that actually made me smile and, and laugh but it's only because of the rock that's it so yeah i just there's just too many issues with this for me so i mean i'm i'm i don't know i'm giving it a five and a half okay five five and a Five five and a half bodies. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Charboiled to perfection. JD, <laughs> this movie's flawed. It's very flawed. There's a lot of issues with it. But at the end of the day, I found myself smiling. I found myself laughing. I found myself having fun on a Saturday night by myself in the movie theater. Ultimately, when I go to the movies, that's what I care about. Too often, when I've sat down to watch these Marvel series, I find myself not attached to any. I find myself going through the motions and it being feeling like a job that I have to watch these things. Right. And maybe it hits on all the, the beats that are like supposed to make it good and supposed to make it thoughtful. But at the end of the day, I really feel like a lot of the Marvel stuff has lost me on the heart level. Right. And I've mentioned yeah. that many times on the show that I'm feeling detached from the ends from the MCU since Spider-Man really Dr. Strange. I like because it embraced a lot of horror, but like at the end of the day, I haven't watched it back since. I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Despite it's like you offer a piece of pizza, right? It's not good for me. It doesn't taste as good as I think it does. But when I'm there, I'm enjoying it. And that's kind of how I felt about this. So I my head says seven and a half. My heart says like eight and a half. So I'm gonna go somewhere in the middle and call it like, you know, I don't know, eight? seven, nine, five to eight, five, two, eight, two, five. Like it's somewhere in there. Like divided by pi. Go with your like, no, but it's like, I, I I know that there's flaws in it. And I can point them out. I'm like, well, I don't like the narration. I thought the third act had some major issues. I thought they waited way too long to introduce Sabak. I think that there's, I think that there's big time issues with this movie, but at the same time, I found myself really enjoying it. At the end of the day, isn't that all that matters is did I have fun? I did. So it's like commando, right? Commando stupid as hell, but damn, if I don't enjoy watching it, you know? And I mean, it's not, it's not RoboCop. RoboCop's a smart, fun movie. Commando is a dumb, fun movie. And this is kind of what I felt about this. So like, I'll just say an eight, but I'm like a soft eight. Okay. I um, I hear what both of you are saying. It's funny. I kind of feel like this movie, you were going to look back on it either fondly or horribly, depending on what comes next, what comes out of this. I kind of feel like if we get a great Superman movie with Henry Cavill out of this, we're going to be like, oh, Black Adam's awesome because it brought a good Superman movie out of it. Brainiac is still out there. Yes, exactly. So so that's where I'm kind of lost. And you know what you just said, too? Like, they waited too long to introduce Savick. They did. Like, I kind of agree with that and the aspect of, like, the whole movie. Black Adam kept saying, like, I have, they, everyone kept saying, you shouldn't be here. You don't belong here. There's no reason for you to be here. Yet he knew about the crown. He knew the you know the crown was found. Like he was the most obvious bad guy ever. I mean, come on. 
it's like you like it took me long to took too long to put those pieces together right to get to the get for the third act so it's like yeah that that was a that's probably the biggest issue of the movie so i but yet i will also say on the other side this is definitely i think the movie the rock wanted this is the movie he wanted to make he enjoyed it you could tell he was having fun in this movie the the deadpan jokes that he does work i i think i think you can't you can't fault the the other two hawkman and and dr fate were were great did a did a great job in this movie that you know they weren't no one phoned it in so i will say 7.5 fair i think it's a fair rating yeah not it's not blowing your socks off but it's really Sorry, John. It's not a terrible movie. It's not a great movie. It's not the worst movie. It has that's issues. How I feel about it. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I mean, I, I laughed. I like The Rock being casual with human life. Like I don't know. Like I feel like if, <laughs> I, if, I feel like if you're making a joke out of it, like a Looney Tunes thing, it's okay. If Superman is indiscriminately killing people and being like, like it's, it feels it's all about tone. Like it really is yes. all about tone. And I think this movie had the right tone for what it wanted. True true i also like the i did like the one touch when he took gave up his powers and he went he wasn't speaking english anymore like yeah, i like that too yeah like showing he doesn't have powers anymore mm-hmm. so all right well that's enough black adam talk let's let's bring this one home let's go around the room and say recommendations or did you learn something this week from the podcast and jd this time you can go first <laughs> recommendations by the time of this we'll have about 48 hours to go on the hot Hollow kickstarter campaign you know hopefully we're well over two grand by the time you guys are listening to this i want you guys on board got a lot of books available I'm very very proud of this book i love it with all my heart i think it's my first book it's my first baby now it's my first um hardcover book and i'm very proud of how it looks on my shelf so please jump on board and and get yourself some damn fine reading material for your bathroom because that's where some of the best reading is done (laughs) i learned that sometimes smiling and having fun is more important than not all the time but sometimes like when your kids puking all over the place that is not one of those times (laughs) that is one of those times that you run away and pretend you didn't see nothing (laughs) but your wife was there and she knew you did john i don't know what i've learned i'm just like i'm still processing the fact that i i almost i don't actively hate this movie but i am just not a fan of it all and and i'm trying to figure out where the disconnect is between you guys and me but uh as far as recommendations go i finally found an anime that i liked tenzai shitara ken dashita also known as I became the sword by transmigration or in English reincarnate. I reincarnated as a sword. Oh my God. Japanese, it's actually hmm? Japanese, Japanese. Yeah. It's actually really good though. It's it, it's been done very well. The animation's incredible. And the story is not as stupid as you'd think it is. It's actually, it's actually pretty neat. So yeah, in a world where there in are things world. like reincarnated with my smartphone and, and stuff like that, there's, there's so many of these, these isekais out there, you know, the people that like get hit by truck coon and, and become heroes in another world. This, this is like, this is actually a really good one. Like it was, it was a clever idea that's executed well. All right. And yes, I can like something like that and not black. <laughs> Do you have to justify liking or not liking something? It is what it is. 
but I was thinking that. All oh, right. Oh, wait. Sorry. What, what, one more thing. I just watched it today. Gifted. It had Chris Evans in it. It's, a, it's about him and a little girl who, who's a genius. It's on Amazon Plus. It is really good. Check it out. It's an older movie. And it is. It, I, I thought, like, I don't know why, but they were, they were was advertising it all over the place for some reason. So I figured I'd check it out. And then I find out it was like 2017 or something, back when Chris Evans was dating Jenny Slate who was also in the movie, but it's actually really, really good. So okay. check that out. Sorry, Dave. That's all right. Well, first off, I will recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week, comic book reviews by our new comic book reviewer, Chris, news and, and old comic book reviews by our good friend D Square, news and rants from your truly, and so much more. So make sure you're checking out superheroespeak.com. I learned that... We don't always agree on what we like. I just learned that. <laughs> that doesn't happen just, much, actually, though. No, I mean, I just Last find it funny. Weeks. Like, I'm struggling with watching mm. Sandman, and John loves it, and then John hated this, and I don't, I don't want to say And I, I loved love... Werewolf by Night, and it I'm... floors me that JD doesn't. It just, yeah. so it's kind of weird. Been a weird month. It's good. Been a very weird us, month. Gives us something to talk about. We had a nice, it's thorough o- discussion this week. Last two weeks, actually, yeah. It's spooky ooky month. Do, 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 do. Six more days till Halloween. 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 Six more days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. And uh, recommendation. I don't really have a recommendation this week. You know what? I'm going to recommend, if you haven't gone so yet, go back and check out the bonus episode of Batman Superman Battle of the Super Sons. And if you haven't seen the movie yet, it's available now on digital and Blu-ray, wherever you get consume your media so go check it out and yeah that's all i got so on that note as always thanks for listening and don't let you keep caught in the door have a good week